and it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Okay, jingle bells playing in the background. Oh, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. When does this come out? Oh, it comes out a couple of days before Christmas. So I think the 21st. We'll see. Um, Yeah. Christmas. Joy to the world. Mary, did you know? Mm-hmm. All that. Hopefully they come up with our um, stocking stuffer stimulus checks. I mean, at this point. <laughs> right. Yo, Twitter. Now, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Twitter said the next, the next uh, stimulus check will be a $20 gift card to Starbucks. Right. Somebody said, somebody said it's, the next one going to be a pizza party. Oh yeah, so when I that's when I threw my phone. I was cow. Not a piece of They hate us. A five dollar uh uh John Juice gift card in the mail. This is gonna give people six hundred dollars. That is actually arguing over it. While you collect hundreds of thousand dollars a year. Love that for us. Um, news this week. Keeping it short as well as sweet. Um, highlighting a couple of uh, people from our board for the I, uh, I was about to say the the acronym and also the name at the same time. The International oh. Society for Black Musicians. Yep. That's the what International. It's yep. Mm-hmm. The International Society for Black Musicians. Some people from our board have their uh, projects going on right now. So um want to highlight those for you all to support um in any way you can first of all oh and also um well first of all dr artina mccain who has also been on the show before period um she just released her album heritage um an american musical legacy so uh first of all come on 18 tracks Listen, you know i stand I, I need to buy that by the way yeah, she um has it's it's available both uh digitally and um and physical copies. Um it's Ooh, I can't a, I gotta sign it. Well, I I how much that. extra that gonna be? Oh girl. <laughs> I be gotta sell now, I'm gonna have to sell my viola. It. I was just about to say now you're <laughs> signing over the DET of violas. I mean you got Um yeah, but it's a, a blend of American cultural and compositional styles from the past 100 years. So, lots of variety. We love versatility. Oh, I hope. You said America? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, she got some spirituals on here. I just want to make sure I wasn't going to hear no Debussy open on that. <laughs> nope. Love that for <laughs> us. Love that. Love it even more. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I have a um, link the page link the page sorry uh to her website where you can purchase the album you can download it like i said digitally or you can get yourself a physical copy um her album cover is so cute so yeah get your get your copy period dr Um, mccain on phone now um another uh person on our board and also former black excellence babatunde akimba boye or um the hip hopper guy if y'all have seen his uh viral video i think i think in 2018 is when he posted it that. was like right around the time we just started the uh he's like one of our early black excellence wasn't he yeah i think so um yeah so he is also he's crowdfunding for his very first album so if you guys missed it it was a while ago that we said on the show he um released an ep a hip hopper ep um so um yeah, he is expanding and gonna do a hip hop album, but he's doing a uh Indiegogo campaign and he uh has also like rewards for like the donor tiers. Um so you can get like you can get like a free download, you can get um a t- a t shirt, um you can get it on uh, autograph vinyl. Uh, Come on, vinyl? Right. Um. He even has. I mean, if you if you got it like that, if you got it like that, you could get an album credit. If you if you know, 
like I said, if you got it like that. Come on, Um, <laughs> um Come on, yeah, London so, on the track is your time to shine. Can you imagine if he signed with London on the track? Well, that wouldn't happen because that's not how it works. But if he worked with London on the track. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Or Jay-Z. Oh, he, he's a producer. We got London on the track. When he, when you hear that, okay, never mind. You know my hood rat, so. Um, yeah, but I will also link um his campaign if you're able, willing, and able to support or you know whatever that may look like financially just by sharing it. Um, you can also read more about Baba Tunde, and um, yeah, support his work. I personally watched his viral video. I mean, it might have gone viral because of me. Because literally, I, I remember you <laughs> watched it back to back to back. I could not get enough. So <laughs> we stand. Um, yeah, and that's all I got. Period. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be one of these. Period. Yes. Love this. Speak too soon. Listen. Yes. Oh my god! Like literally any tangent, anyone any one of them anyway it's time for the intermission and we're gonna keep it simple and festive okay and festive and talk about um what your criminal plans are wanna go first what's your criminal plan no it's not gonna be festive so (laughs) um no because you know i've showed katie my my house my mom really went like we have three christmas trees (laughs) (laughs) um well three yeah like three of the larger ones and then she got two mini ones in the front and then a variety of other mini ones around that are smaller than that but um so my mom is a flight attendant and some guy actually died in the middle of her flight of covid the other day yeah he died of covid the other day which his wife like what made me so mad was that they so that of course they asked for a nurse um the nurse asked his wife has he had any symptoms that seemed like COVID? and she was like yeah you know he hasn't been able to smell or taste for a couple of days shortness of breath can't breathe been coughing the whole time it's like what so freaking selfish that pissed me off when i read that like, like when you told me that and um and the nurse was like oh he definitely like they had to reroute the plane they were coming from orlando to la they had to land in new orleans um because he was dead and um yeah it was it was crazy and the crazy thing is like my mom was like well he seemed fine like right before that like because she um you know just um being around him like he didn't seem like he was like you know bent and all of a sudden you just died but and like, that's so weird like from what like how do you turn the corner that fast uh, yo, i don't know maybe his lungs is doing the harlem shake he said All right, that so there's no the, there's no need i don't want to no, talk to you anymore because because one of the other uh fighting said that she did see him seem like he was kind of struggling to breathe and my mom said he had his mask down Oh, well, he had it down off of his nose for a little bit, probably because he couldn't breathe. And he probably felt like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. What? Where are you going that you need to be on the plane? Yeah, what business do you have in L.A.? Like, going, like, <sighs> on the whole uh, population, spreading to everyone. Like, you were literally, oh, my gosh, it's so irritating because you got your uh, your thing down knowing you have every single symptom nine months into the pandemic what they've been telling you and everybody and that's the problem everybody thinks something can't happen to them yep everybody thinks something can't happen to them because i remember my mom she said she had to go up for well, go off but she had to she had to check a, a lady who tried to argue with her about putting her mask on on the plane because she was like this guy is dead like he literally was fine 30 minutes ago and now he is dead and he's a couple rows in front of you you can't put your mask on do you understand that we are having an emergency landing because somebody has died on the plane like what and what lady say first of all what, never mind. why are you on a plane where are you going <laughs> home for the holidays last for the last time yeah. um <laughs> i gotta spend that money can't take it with you so <laughs> um girl yeah so that all that is to say my mom is now uh quarantined in her room 
um she's supposed to be able to come out of quarantine on christmas eve but you know um and she's going to get a test sometime this weekend because they told her to wait you know because it takes some time for you don't want to get a a false negative Mm -hmm. um because she said she touched his armrest with gloves on but still you never know yeah with him breathing with his thing down and stuff so um, that just pisses me off because how many people have you come into contact the, the mask can only do so much if the mask was the answer we would be outside with mask on you know what i'm saying yeah. like how the amount of people he's come into close contact with when he checked in when he you right. know what i'm saying your boarding pass if you didn't use a an mm-hmm. electronic board, boarding pass your bags like you sat shoe in the packs, right and, like jeez and so um yeah so that is kind of like what we gonna do because also my mom is the primary cook now and um so it's like and even though um even if, she, even if she tests negative we don't feel comfortable comfortable having my grandma over mm-hmm. um, even though we've been like in a like a, a bubble but <clears throat> so it's actually we're gonna see how this goes because not having christmas is gonna be that's gonna be very difficult for my grandma to wrap her mind around we haven't told her yet that it's not gonna be because and this is how i know like you can be like oh well you know maybe you could do a little something something it'll be okay first of all old people don't like change and also i asked Mm -hmm. her a simple question the other day about christmas i asked her i said also because last time i asked my mom before all this happened i asked her um how are we gonna do christmas this year because in the olden days what we used to do is we open presents here um then we drive to my grandma's house we open more presents there we cook christmas breakfast chill out over there come back do christmas dinner over here mm-hmm. that's how we usually do christmas but obviously you know my grandma lives alone now so it's like it's no point in us going back back you know she's waking up by herself just waiting for us to come over so last year what we did is she came over here on christmas eve and just spent the night mm-hmm. and we just did everything over here mm-hmm. so i asked my mom we can do that again she said oh i don't know i have to check with with my mom to see what she wants to do so i was just i just casually asked her like two days ago also um do you know what like what you're doing for christmas like you know what are you doing are you staying at your house you going over she was like what do you mean what am i doing and i was like my sister was my sister said oh she just means like are you going over are you staying over here are you gonna sleep with my mom she was like ain't that the plan that was a plan, wasn't it? Why you asking me? Why everybody asking me what the plan is? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Noted. Never asking about what the plan is. <laughs> that was the plan, wasn't it? And I was okay. <laughs> Making conversation. That's trickery. That's trickery. So right. So I was like, oh, so you really I don't, don't even know. take all that. It doesn't. Yeah. So my auntie has volunteered to break the news because she says she's good at it. She's good at you know what is she a mortician because <laughs> she said it was so funny i wish y'all could see me right now because my because i told y'all how snappy my grandma was on, on thanksgiving and monty was telling me that one like the day or two before she had made my grandma some food and she was trying my grandma has her like a door in her room that goes into her backyard mm-hmm. and so she was sitting on that like it's not a patio because it's literally on is that isn't a patio no a patio can be on the floor on the ground that's a balcony that's up yeah but a patio can be on the ground okay so yeah patio's on the ground oh okay mm-hmm. but my um my aunt, she was knocking on the window and saying like oh she's trying to say it's ready <laughs> my grandma she said my grandma looked at her and she's like what <laughs> like oh god so but apparently she's used to it mm-hmm. um so she said she's gonna be the one to break the news so i just don't know i'm the one that's been the most like i have not i've been more places today than i have in the whole quarantine because i had a i had an optometry appointment oh. today and i went to the grocery store Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um so my mom thinks of all people like i should be the one to go which is which i'm fine with because i've been because also i have not my mom has like i said been in her room i have not been anywhere near uh six feet you know mm-hmm. with her uh so and and even when i've spoken to her from like her outside of her doorway we both had masks on so 
um which is weird wearing a mask in the house but mm-hmm. but um yeah so i'm probably gonna go over there we'll see so my christmas plans are up in the air yeah like when i go home like i think i said this before my i live in a two flat so and I, like my entire life so my grandma lives downstairs and like it's weird like i'll be in a mask when i go down mm. there I'm, i've been going back and forth and i'm gonna wear one this time i probably will because i'm just i'm a hypochondriac so like i be my grandma be coughing regardless like she just she just coughs uh she got asthma other stuff so she be coughing regardless so like but recently like since the since the summer when she started coughing i'd be like what you coughing for you know because it's like (laughs) not this whole time (laughs) all of a sudden didn't that one have a different ring to it yeah i was like that's your usual you, what you right you know what you need a hell for you know like y'all, say, y'all sound like your usual car right so i might be gonna wear she be making fun of me she's like you love that mask huh and i'll be like I no <laughs> that grandma's rude <laughs> not you like i love being alive <laughs> like i just like when i'm down here i'm not gonna be the reason i don't i know me yeah. and my, how my guilt be set up i be mm-hmm. you, you don't be in my day-to-day interactions like i'm so dramatic i i want to work on that because it's, it's not fun mm-hmm. but um i'm such a dramatic person that i know i would not be able to recover from that so yeah that's what my mom said she said even if her test comes back negative you never know like people be getting different tests and like yeah she's like even if it comes back negative i still just don't feel comfortable she said i couldn't i couldn't do that because she was just like it's and oh yeah my cousin who just got a seasonal job so so she working at two places she was like you know i can't do that and, you yeah. know so it's really like nobody can can really be over there my brother up at his girlfriend's house every day so i mean yeah i just i ain't gonna put my family business out there but one thing that made me and my cousin monica upset my my cousin monica is 17 but we're like pretty close so we like talk every day and one thing that we were upset about is that my little cousin is here from jamaica breathing all on my grandma and it's just like y'all pick and choose and it's like that's really irritating and the virus don't pick and choose exactly and they're like well he doesn't go anywhere in jamaica which is true because he goes to i think i don't know what jamaica's doing but obviously i think i said this one time on the show the jamaica is like you like in america it's like you have money you don't have money there's stuff but like you literally like there it's like you literally you either have money or you do not and if you do not oh well but um with him he goes to like private school or whatever so all his stuff is online he's been doing the online class so he literally he lives with his grandparents there because both his parents live here it's complicated so it's like he doesn't go anywhere but he has to go from kingston to the through the airport on the plane yeah. through the airport to go breathe in my grandmother so <laughs> like he don't go anywhere in jamaica but he's here it's like how did he they <laughs> if, what? They, I know they came out the vaccine, but damn, they got the teleporting too. And what we like, how <laughs> confused? Like, oh my god, I can't wait for this pan- parabola to be over. Like, I just am so irritated with the picking and choosing about what. And I'm, everybody's tired. Nobody likes. It. Well, you know, I don't really mind it, but nobody likes it. Okay, and it was like a big yeah. thing. Well, you did come from Memphis, and you say you did go out rehearse. So I'm like, I didn't come from Jamaica though. I can tell you that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my, my COVID test came back negative, as with everybody else in the Memphis Symphony. So, mm-hmm. and this, but this time, the reason why I'm going back and forth this time is because it's like I had literally, like, I came back here to get work done, which more or less happened. And um, I've literally been in the house for three weeks. I, I, I have, you know, <laughs> I've been. My, I go to the my mom was laughing at me because I because she was asking me to go to the grocery store for her, and I was like, I don't really like going to the grocery store. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, period. But <laughs> she was like, <laughs> it's the truth. Like I was, I was telling Nikki, I was like, Delaney's literally in her prime right now. Like if this, like <laughs> I think, it, I think the thing that because I I'm naturally a homebody, I do like going places, I do like traveling, but like I also like being a homebody, and I think it's exasperated when i have to be a lot of places i remember b- before well, you, even within your homebodiness you still like you going places to say i want to have two homes i'm like that <laughs> exhausting like yeah like that's that I, I am a homebody like more like i think more than the average person i think delaney excuse me now i think delaney excuse me in many ways but i am a homebody but that desire to be at home is exacerbated by the fact that like 
in that like there's a couple times a year pre-pandemic that I'm just like out every weekend and that makes me want to curl up into a ball like I just like I love nothing more than a Sunday where I practice in the morning and do nothing the rest of the day like you do just you just do nothing remember I used to have that couch in Rochester that was all soft and stuff R.I.P. I bet you I still got pieces of that couch That couch did me dirty, but I think because I I slept on it like morning, noon, and night. Like I was in that couch heavy, like deep, <laughs> like, and I had to sweep up the the little bits every morning. Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, my Christmas plans. I'm gonna drive to Evanston. I guess on Sunday. <sighs> I wanted to go on Tuesday, but because I just I'm just I know how I'm I'm just more productive, and I pay a lot of money to be here, so I just want to be here. But um. I'm going to Evanston and then I'm going to do a movie Christmas thing day with my younger cousins. I'm in a great, I have no siblings, but I'm in a great situation with my cousins. Cause I have three older cousins and then a, like five or six younger cousins. But the age I'm at, it's like, I could, I really toy the line with like my older and my younger. So like, I really have a good relationship with my younger cousins who are 18 and 17. Like I really, we just be Nikki be coming over. We just have a good time. And it's like, a, it's a, it's great. So we're gonna do like a movie day thing. I think we're gonna do gingerbread houses. We're gonna play that saran wrap ball thing where like you know what I'm talking about where you I'm a I go to Dollar Tree and I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of like things and like I'm gonna go to Target and get some stuff too and you and then in in the middle of the ball there's a prize like money or I think I did a gift card last year, like a twenty dollar gift card and you wrap it in saran wrap and then as you go you put like candy i put like deodorant i put bath bombs like all how you make this huge you keep wrapping it right so the gift cards in the middle and you wrap like you put candy wrap saran wrap more candy saran wrap so it's like this by the end of it you have like this big like kickball size saran wrap ball with that's like studded with like bath bombs deodorant lotion body spray candy and then in the middle is like money or a gift card, right? And then what you do is you and have then? <laughs> this oh my is the, gosh. what you do is you you I think I'm the this for relaxing. <laughs> Not like a job. <laughs> what you do is like you have dice and you have to I forgot what we did. Like you have to roll like doubles. So everybody's all around the table. You have to roll a double and then you are trying to take off as much as a saran wrap as possible. So you whatever you whatever you what falls out you get to keep but you have to roll doubles so but it's saran wrap so everything all stuck together in junk and you have to like you trying to get everybody wants to my mom won last year she got like like a 20 dollar gift card to burger king or whatever and you gotta take the that's the winner huh because i already had it i already had it and i didn't feel like buying nothing else i paid for everything it's i got pricey yeah but when you in a pinch it's like oh it's a burger king right there free meal yeah literally like um but this year I was like, I probably just do money because that's like a better prize. But yeah, you just you pass the ball along, and as soon as you get doubles, you your turn. You trying to get as much stuff as you want. My grandma was like, y'all need to pipe down last year because everybody's like trying to like, you get candy, but like people want like the real things like that are like towards the center, like the yeah. Wait, so the doubles? That's how many times you unwrap or what? No, so you when you're trying to you're trying to roll a double so it can be your turn. So if you're going and you're unwrapping, I'm trying to hurry up and get a double so I can stop you from unwrapping. Cause the more you see what I'm saying. Oh, so you can unwrap until the next person gets a double. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. I thought it was like, oh, you get a double, you get two sixes, so you go one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, something like that. Oh no. And Loki, my cousin, yeah, she's so freaking aggressive. She's so like she was like wrapping around like that. Oh, I was like, yes, man. <laughs> Yeah, but it was that was fun. So we gonna do like watch Christmas movies and stuff like that, and then that's really gonna be the highlight. We'll see how this family dinner gonna go. I don't know. The Browns are getting on my nerves lately, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go to my mom's for Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, and then we'll see how this Christmas dinner goes. And that's it. Ain't gonna be what that's too crazy. Um. My mom would love you because she been really on her like Christmas activities. And we're I gonna love do it. This and we're gonna do that. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> some of us are going to the holiday season exhausted. I be exhausted too, but that's the that's the fun stuff. Especially like I really want to have that, you know, like like traditions and stuff like that. Like I'm trying to. I think Nikki and I are gonna go to the, the light show again because 
we the drive through we won we went to, I think I said it on here it was kind of boring because it was free so there's one that's like $30 closest to us so we won't split that like I just like doing activities around Christmas time you know what I'm saying like it's just fun like we're gonna do, do like we're gonna build gingerbread actions okay we're gonna build <laughs> gingerbread houses like Goodness. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna find something to compete with them with like that's gonna be fun. I feel like a single like a like I don't know that I don't know but yeah but my, you know my mom was trying to do stuff like she was like let's go Christmas caroling I'm like none okay, of us Carolyn, can sing. I did go caroling one time that is fun. I went caroling. Okay, let me tell you what I used to do. So in college, right when I used to come home from college, I used to Christmas parties at my house so <laughs> saying, this is i'm a homebody i don't right, like at home nothing. at my house with people my mom will come back from work and it's like 18 people in her freaking room. are you kidding <laughs> the way i would get my ass beat in front of all 18 people <laughs> what oh i would be so pissed if i was her but like i would tell my mom like yo mom, oh. you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna have some friends over for christmas she like she like well, she said to me, just something trifling and Ina like. Like, she'll be like, well, make sure you wash the dishes and when you're done with them. I'm like, Ina, okay. It's not trifling. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Ina, why are you focused on that? So she come back from work and it's 18 people. We all in my living room. Everybody dressed in Christmas colors. 18? Wait, 1 8? And have you, have you been to my house? No. My, I don't even my know house 18 is, people. My house is very. This is when, this is back, like, that transition, I don't know. Like, that transition from, like, high school to college where you're still talking to everybody. Mm. That's, I don't talk to half the people. Oh, they, like but also family. transferred to my high school so that's also probably but also yeah yeah we were it was like a lot of people like at least 18 and i had like i would make like little name things it was cute we would dress up i gotta find some pictures we would dress up in christmas stuff we would play all type of games and we have food and we do secret santa and we did a white elephant like we would just it was decorate oh that's what i used to do oh okay i used to um People would de- decorate ornaments. Like I would buy ornaments and buy like glitter and like um the funny thing is my house is like pretty small, so it's like my, the living room shares a wall with my mom's room, and she just you know just like didn't care. <laughs> like she, I would like buy ornaments and everybody would de- like decorate the ornaments and then they would put it on a tree and then we would go caroling after. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Let's move on. What the heck? <laughs> That is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what do you mean? I miss those. That is so I miss strange. those <laughs> What do you mean? I miss like, those. That's just so much stuff. Like, girl, yeah. And I would, I would start cooking. Like, I'm talking about. I'm. This is like 18 year old Katie, mind you. I would like, like start, what? I would I've never had that like, much energy to do anything ever. Girl, I would start cooking like cooking at like noon. I would have like a whole bunch of like appetizers and stuff like that. And that that was like too expensive the first year. So the second year we did like I did I did I did dinner and app option dinner the first year. It was it got too expensive. You know where it started from? Because when we were in high school, we did a huge potluck that had like twenty people at it, and we had a huge potluck and then did all that stuff and whatever. But it got too expensive. So my sophomore year of college, we we just did appetizers and stuff, and then we went to a restaurant after. And then we went, we would go caroling. So we would practice in my living room. And like, not everybody wanted to do it. Practicing? Not everybody wanted to do it, but it's like, it just spread cheer. Because like, no one carols in my neighborhood. I'm like adjacent to the hood, right? Like, as hood as Everson could get. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. As hood as Everson could get. So on a scale of once a hood, we're looking at suburb, right? But. We would um go out and like people would bring their kids to the door and like listen to us carol. We didn't even sound that good, but we would just it was fun. What what a time! Wow, Indeed. I forgot about my my Christmas parties. I gotta bring that back. But now it's like everybody grown. First of all, I don't have that many friends anymore because you just cut people off. But um, <laughs> aside from that, all my friends are spread out, like all of them. So that's not even um possible. Aww, yeah, I love Christmas time. I love Christmas. I do too. But I feel like this is the the time of the year where I already talk to people the least. At least oh since I've been to, <laughs> at least since I've been to to college, because it's like it's really it, it's really I've only been to the Eastman holiday scene once, and it was because I was working in the 
the little welcome center, which is in the place where yeah, it happens. I literally it's the only I time I've ever been. It was nice. And that's though. the only why. Yeah, because I, it's just always because it's such a, a, it's a terrible part of the semester. And some people are like, oh, yeah. how did they cheer? And you go, and I'm like, also, I just, I literally just would like to be unconscious. <laughs> like, that's a thing like i want to make sure like I, I i don't know if it's gonna happen this year but every year i have a goal that like i just don't want to be like miserable <laughs> like i don't think i was miserable last year what's i because i feel like it just hits you like i feel like when i was younger it's like once it hits december 1st it's like oh period how does that cut it down and it's like by the time i'm ready to like be in the christmas spirit it's over like christmas is literally next week what have i spent the month doing like the semester one semester over oh that ended a month ago never mind but like the thing that didn't happen i was supposed to i was like okay after the semester i practice 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 and like i had to do like all this the other ideas i'm working on plus the isbm launch it's like i feel like we've just been going i had some i had some submissions due this week so i was going 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 it's like christmas is here it's like it's over already but yeah i do it you know what one year one, one year, year what one year we're gonna do a christmas weekend Katie style. oh heck no <laughs> now <we're>, christmas cheer <laughs> Whoops. have fun <laughs> i just love doing and my friend nikki is very much like katie you do too much i'm like there's no such thing there's no there such is thing. there's there. no such thing no one's ever done too much okay like next like, time somebody no next time okay next time. If, in regards <laughs> to christmas because a lot of y'all be doing too much but i'm no, saying there's like, a house near my street that is certainly doing too much they actually oh, have to be tacky to me girl they got olaf from frozen it's la they got they got literally they got the big old things on the house on the lawn the whole lawn is covered up you know what they got so much lights they got so many lights on there their lights are actually tied to their neighbor's house on one side which i'm sure they're they were probably like hey we got too many lights can we like attach it because they're like too long Mm -hmm. so they got their lights bleeding onto other people's stuff i'm like what it's too much much. not not you putting away uh not you having a savings account just for your december light bill like (laughs) That's the blackest thing you said on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Only black people be like, dang, I know they like feel hot. <laughs> Cause it's ridiculous. Like, dang. But yeah, my mom was like, We're gonna make some s'mores. And my grandma, Aww. you should see my you should see my grandma's face. She was like, That's for campfires. That's not for <laughs> it's not for Christmas. She was like, and I don't even like s'mores. And she and my mom's like, Well, I don't like the music. She's like, so she was like, Why? And she's like, Well, other people But that is for camping. I'm not saying yeah, you I mean, can't. You can make s'mores any kind you want, but like it is. But you know, yeah. just like activities. You know, sometimes you want to relax, but sometimes you want to like have. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap some presents. Which this is the first time where I'm like, I want to wrap presents. I I wrapped one in the middle of like finals because I was like, whoo, that just feels like I can do. It. I think I'm gonna wrap some some more tonight. But. Yeah, I, I haven't decided on what I'm doing for Christmas gifts this year because this is the first year I've 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 started shopping early. I actually got a majority of, I think I'm done. You know, yeah. one thing about me, I'm gonna do it on the twenty third, twenty fourth, every year, because mm-hmm. I, especially this year, like I'm saving for. Delaney knows I'm working on a project that I'm launching, so it's like, um, gotta save money for that. So I'll see what I come up with. Yeah, this is the first year I've done it. My grandma was done before Thanksgiving. Dang. I know. Is <laughs> that crazy? I don't even get, like, yeah. simple stuff. Like, I get my uncle's alcohol. I get my mom, like, you know, I don't, like, I don't know what I be getting. Because I'm not good at presents. I don't know. Because especially, yeah. like. My mom made a list. She's <laughs> the only person <laughs> who made a list. So, I was like, and I also don't want anything. I want I want a hundred thousand dollars, and no one I know can give me that. So it's like that's that's my mom. Something she's like, this is thought that counts. I'm like, no, because you told me that none of us can afford to give you what you really want, and <laughs> and that um nobody ever gives you what you want. So I'll just take whatever, whatever you want, whatever people want to give me, I'll take because it's like what I what I would like you to do is pay off my car and my student loans, <laughs> and since no one I know has that kind of money like and a trip to Bora Bora and a new viola and no one can do any of that those three what your viola do too. nothing but 
not a new viola my viola's fine and also i don't want her to hear that because she's gonna start acting up but um a new bow i love you girl you good you good i need a new bow and no one can give me that now it's now your british start creep walking and, you, listen, man, and also that peg that been one that been holding off to <laughs> But no, my viola's fine. Uh, someone told me it was fine. Jennifer told me it was, my viola's fine. But she like, but, but your bow, and I'm like, girl, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> she was Jen Arnold. She was like, your bow, sis. I said, girl. Anyway, the Walton. What about it? Because I told y'all about <laughs> people think I'll be capped by this bow. Girl, it gives very much gossip vibe. <laughs> okay, that's what it gives. All right. Well. Oh, I still need to watch The Grinch. I have some Christmas movies that I have to, uh, but you know, the labor of the of the of life kind of kills the mood. So, I mean, every day slaving, every day labor, every day. So, all right, we moving on. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So this week we thought it would be cute if we did a little some Black Christmas stories. So, um, how it's gonna work is. Uh, we're going to uh, read some cute little Christmas stories that we found all by black authors or retold by black authors. And then we're going to set them to some music by um, Wynton Marsalis, the great composer. So we're going to tell you, um, Delaney's going to tell you about Wynton Marsalis. And then I'm going to give you quick short bios of the author. And then we're going to read the author. And I think it'd be cute, you know, put this on while you clean your house or something, wrap some gifts or something, period. Right, or organizing a, a, a community choir or whatever Katie be doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, not you still on that. Because I just be like, I just love Christmas so much. Like, one day, one year I want to spend Christmas in, in like Denmark or something with the snow and stuff and then go home. Will you see Rochester? Girl, Rochester scarred me <laughs> like i heard it was snowing in chicago i'm like i can really stay in memphis because one thing about memphis it's gonna get cold but that's it like i jean jacket yesterday but that's not it's not gonna be snow like rochester snow like yeah, I, like honestly rochester snow a snow squall and the thing is one of yeah. my favorite what I'm, i was thinking about like what am i doing after memphis so i have a whole bunch of stuff going through my mind i'm like i could just honestly like i can move anywhere and i was like oh toronto i forgot how much i love toronto like i love toronto i love that place so much i'm like but the, the proximity to rochester is too much for me it's like my I, everything i love isn't like i love rochester it's a i think it's a cute little city my sores are there but baby Mm-mm. all right so went in my solace um He's in. Uh, I mean, y'all probably y'all probably be knowing because listen, and also piece of the week last week, right? Oh yeah, or next yeah. week. Um, either way. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Oh no no. Um, it was. It was. Oh. Anyway, go ahead. We'll see. Um. Well, y'all will see. Um. But <laughs> anyway, when Marcellus, he is an internationally acclaimed musician. He's a composer. Um. A trumpeter. Um. An educator. Um, and he's also the artistic director for uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center. Um, he's performed a bunch of different types of music, obviously um, jazz, but he's, uh, you know, been involved in quartets, big bands, chamber music ensembles, symphony orchestras, uh, um, ballet orchestras. Um, and he has dedicated some of his uh, his work in music to expanding um the relationship between jazz and classical music um as seen with his violin concerto and other compositions um so yeah i mean that's like the little the little one two on him i mean he got like he's like famous famous so he has like if you um like he's one of them that like his website biography page is like a mile long. 
Mm-hmm. Like you literally have a, a section that says the early years. So oh my like, goodness. So it's like it's like a, a play by play, and he has. I'm trying to see how many he has. One, two. This is going. This is going to take a minute. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, eight, nine, thirty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty-nine honorary degrees. No, he don't. <laughs> yes, he does. Thirty-nine. <laughs> Many of them from top conservatories, from Ivy Leagues, from HBCUs. Yes, thirty-nine. What the heck? Like what? You know, that's Loki Richard French. <laughs> For real. One from 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 Howard. I bet you Richard presented it to him. Richard ain't. Richard ain't low. He not. Like what? I don't believe you. I gotta see for myself. I'm gonna log on there. Some of them some of them are from the same places like got like yeah. He got a president's medal, which was before we had a president whose medal you would not want. Yeah, girl. It's like we knew, but like jeez. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Dang, wow. That part. right well the first story is called the day santa got sick written by deanne samuels Uh, dr deanne samuels is a writer researcher and psychologist she has always loved reading especially children's books and would love to share and encourage this love of reading with children dr samuel says i write multicultural books about children and animal characters some of these kids are different from others some have special needs and struggle to find their way but with effort they find a way this is the day santa got sick on the day before christmas santa got sick Mrs. Claus made him some hot tea with honey, and he stayed in bed, sniffling and coughing and seizing all day. Oy vey, thought Santa. Okay. I've never missed a Christmas day. He pondered and he wondered what to do in all the different languages that he knew, but no solution came to mind. So, he asked Mrs. Claus, Coretta dear, who will drive my sleigh tonight? said Mrs. Claus. Rollicking reindeer, said Rudy, who heard Sansa as he passed by his room. Bouncing belts, said the elves. Why don't we ask our helpers, said Mrs. Claus. Fantasheesh idea, said Sansa. <laughs> How you say that? <clears throat> no, nah, I'm, I'm like, Mrs. Claus probably like, never mind. <laughs> Maybe we Maybe we can find a hardworking elf to do the job. Mrs. Claus made a big announcement on the toy room floor. The elves clapped, the reindeer leapt, and the snowman sprang with joy. What an exciting chance this was going to be for everyone. Rudy Reindeer was first in line. Okay, Rudy, said Santa. I'm going to ask you just one question. Rudy nodded his head. How would you place are the regalos? around the Christmas tree. You really <laughs> not his big <because> spanglish. <laughs> is it regalos? Regalos? Yeah. Regalos. That means there's some presents. <laughs> I'm speaking I, I thought I didn't know he was gonna actually be mm-hmm. I'm glad they've all landed on your pages. <laughs> um Rudy looked at his hooves. Oh no, he didn't have fingers. How not he not him having a look check. Sorry y'all I'm gonna quit. <laughs> but not why the brain looks so sad. It's okay, oh. Ting. Ting. I know. How would he be open to? Uh, how would he open up the sack? Sorry, Santa said. Rudy in a sad voice. So Rudy and all the other reindeer had to get out of line. The snowman who guarded the North Pole was the next one to step up to Santa. Hello, Mr. Snowman. Hello, Santa. He replied. My question for you is. 
how will you deliver the toys to all the hot countries like Jamaica and Japan, Thailand and Togo, Ethiopia and Ecuador? A frozen tear slid down the snowman's face. <laughs> Jeez, he looks so sad. He looks so sad. He wanted to help. Not Santa happy in the bag. Why you look like that? Oh, Santa, he wailed. I wouldn't be able to do that. I would melt clean away. And he too walked out of the line. Now the only one left were the elves. Elvin, the elf, stepped up to Santa's couch. Okay, Elvin, how would you know which little girl or boy should get a present? Elvin felt his stomach give a strange turn. Most people didn't know this, but elves couldn't read. They were extraordinary toy makers, but they hadn't had time to go to school. So all the elves also had to leave the line. All of them but one. I suppose I could leave your sleigh this night, said Coretta Claus. But what about me? whispered a little girl elf. The Clauses looked around and saw Ella Elf, who they hadn't noticed before. I know how to read, Ella said. I can help with the lists of girls and boys. Black woman saving the day. Everyone in the room looked on in anticipation. Of course you can help with the names, Mrs. Claus said excitedly. I will carry the sack and we will both deliver the presents together. All of Santa's helpers were so relieved that Christmas wouldn't be canceled this year. That night, the snowman and all the elves helped pack up the sleigh. Ella Elf made sure the list of girls and boys was organized, and Mrs. Claus hooked up the reindeer for (laughs) the long night ahead. Ella's heart was filled with rainbows and butterflies. She would be going on an amazing adventure with Mrs. Claus, all because she had learned how to read. Santa waved a hopeful goodbye as the sleigh took off into the dark, starry sky. Mrs. Claus and Ella delivered gifts to Johnny and Deshaun, period, <laughs> to Mingshu and Bo, to Jomo and Jimmyu, and Daria and Dorada. And finally, the sleigh returned to the North Pole early, early the next morning. Santa's heart burst with pride when he saw Ella and Mrs. Claus had delivered all the gifts. Amazing, shouted all the elves. Ajabu, said Santa. Fantastic, roared the snowman. You would get on my nerves. I'd be like, bro, we get it. You're a polygon. <laughs> the rest of us don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you busting out some Swahili in a moment. Like. <laughs> From that time on, Mrs. Claus and Ella Elf traveled with Santa every Christmas. And forevermore, when you look into the sky on Christmas Eve, you may see Santa, Coretta, and Ella guiding the sleigh into the night. The end. The end. Okay, our next story is It Came to Pass, a Christmas story by Bruce Reynolds. So little is known about Bruce L. Reynolds. His career as a short story writer and columnist for The Defender um, began in 1935 and ended in 1945. If I'm not mistaken, isn't that in the that's in Chicago, right? Where the Defender? Yeah, that's like the first like black newspaper. Mm. Okay, period. Uh, Reynolds uh, wrote weekly stories that focus on everyday issues African Americans were grappling with. So here is "It Came to Pass," a Christmas story by Bruce Reynolds. It was Christmas Eve. The city was covered with a fresh blanket of crunchy white snow and more was falling. Christmas wreaths hung in windows and on doors. Passerby could glimpse many a brightly kited and tinseled tree. 
in the public park was a Christmas tree that dwarfed the humans who clustered around its base, singing carols. Period. Hmm. <laughs> in the metropolitan section a skyscraper office building had formed a striking cross with lighted windows the clamor of church bells mingled with the stately beautiful melody of silent night holy night as played on a giant giant carillon i don't know what that means in a nearby university hearts unfeeling throughout a rather hectic year Ooh, I were bursting with with goodwill and good cheer and gratitude. But it was another story in two bare, chilly basement rooms. In one of the rooms, an ill in bed lay an old lady. Her suffering had pulled in her cheeks and her eyes were like burning coals deep in two dark wells. Great. At her bedside sat an elderly man in tattered clothes. He squinted through oval-shaped glasses at an open Bible on his knees, and now he turned his eyes to the still face of his wife in nearly f- of nearly 42 years. I can't read anymore, Ella, he told her wearily. He closed the Bible disconsolately. disconsolately. With so much going on in the world, war and the like, seems like we've slipped God's mind. I'm not blaming anybody or anything, Ella. But when I think of all the money spent for tomorrow, I get a little shaky, knowing we have about a dollar. Of course, we'll get our basket tomorrow. Goodness knows I'm grateful for kind-hearted folks. But you won't be able to eat anything, Ella. It'll be the first time we have not eaten together on Christmas. Ella turned her head slowly to face him. I'm sorry to spoil things, Edward. Her voice was just a whisper but I can't seem to hold a thing on my stomach. If you only had a decent me- if you only had decent medical treatment, old Edward mutter- muttered. The city doctor is all right. But he admits there isn't much he can do. Besides, he has so many calls to make, he can't take up much time with any one patient. Oh, Ella, if we could only get that specialist, Dr. Wayne, to come out. I know he could do something. The city doctor said he could. He's the best in the city. Ella closed her eyes. But he's a rich doctor. They say he charges $5 a visit. Uh, Ella would have a heart attack if she knew. Girl. He has, <laughs> it's right. What has, what has become of this? <laughs> he has no time for poverty-stricken old folks like us. He called him twice. Each time, he flatly refused to see me. Yes. He told us to see the city doctor. There was a knock on the door. Edward looked quizzically at his wife. Wonder who that is? Maybe it's that nice couple down the street, Edward. He went to the door and opened it. A man stood smiling. He carried a small bag in one hand. You've been trying to contact Dr. Wayne, the man said, coming in. He opened his coat to shake off the snow. I have come. Where is the patient? Old Edward fell upon his knees at the man's feet. Thank God you've come, Dr. Wayne. Everybody seems to think you can do what others can't. He rose. Let me help you out of your coat. He touched the doctor's arm. Dr. Wayne shook his head. That won't be necessary. Old Edward jerked his hand back as though he had touched a live wire. For a moment, he stared incredulously into the doctor's eyes. The uncertain light from the lamp fell across the doctor's face, revealing that his eyes were his most singular feature. They baffled description. They were not like eyes, it seemed. Rather, more like windows, across which a veil had been drawn. You wait here, Dr. Wayne told the man. He went into Ella's room and closed the door. Edward sat down and waited. (laughs) What'd you say? Oh. That look of incredulous. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> he was incredulous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One day must I be so ratchet. Okay. That look of incredulity. <laughs> 
Incredulity. Incredulity. I've never seen that one before. Incredulity. Incredulity. In- <laughs> that look was still on his face. <laughs> <laughs> what manner? <laughs> what manner of man was this, Doctor Wayne? He had no sense of time, but he got to his feet. And when the doctor came out of Ella's room, your wife wants to see you. He said, "Don't worry about tomorrow." she'll be able to eat with you how did you know just keep the faith in your heart nourish it cherish it until it reflects in your thinking and dreaming and doing what a strange thing for a doctor to say edward murmurs as well you said what i said incredulous as well <laughs> incredulous what I, wait are you making fun of me from last time girl sometimes you gotta keep pushing no i'm making fun of him like what a strange thing for him to say. I said like, incredulous as well. <laughs> Incredulity. That's not the word though. I'm over it. I'm really like I'm like I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> but not strange for me, the doctor said. And now I must be going. Merry Christmas to you. With that, he opened the door and was gone. Edward looked down at the steps leading out of his basement room. He blinked his eyes hard. Grass seemed to be growing out of the doctor's footsteps in the snow. Edward closed the door and hurried to his wife's side. He found her sitting up in the bed, reading the Bible. She had not been able to sit up in bed for three months. He fell upon his knees by the bed. Ella? Ella? Who was that? She smiled at him. What does your heart tell you? You saw his eyes, Edward. You see me now? I touched his arm, Ella. He remembered. I saw grass growing in the snow where he walked. Ella? Some carolers... We're singing outside. It was joy to the world. Understanding dawned upon Edward. His eyes filled as he found Ella's hand. Their faces were radiant. Their eyes met in mutual and glorious acknowledgement. He came to bare rooms to give us the greatest Christmas gift of all. Yes, Edward, but remember, he was born in a manger. It came to pass by Bruce Reynolds. Mm, quite incredulous, if I may say so myself. Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> Salutations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our last story is The Night Before Christmas, retold by Nolan Nixon. So, Nolan Nixon is a teenager. Cause I'm like over, I was trying to find him. I'm like, what happened? So, I kept looking and looking. I found his mama's Facebook. <laughs> and Angela. <laughs> and <laughs> Angela Nixon says, here is the collection with my teenage son. I provided the artwork and he wrote the stories. The story, he's only one. Check out The Night Before Christmas, an African-American retelling. An inspired retelling for Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Moore. Is he English? Clement? Clement Moore. I was about to say Clement. (laughs) (laughs) This book has awesome illustrations of a black family. The Night Before Christmas by Clement Moore, retold by Nolan Nixon. Was the night before Christmas and through the whole house. Not one was awake except Ben, my pet mouse. The stockings hung by the chimney, all with care. They filled with hope that Santa would quickly be there. Little John and little Ruth, now snug in their beds, had thoughts of the newest tech frolic through their heads. As for Ma and her gown and me and my PJs, are tired and ready for <laughs> ready to sleep for our wintry days. Then out in the back I heard a big huge bang, so I got up to check it out as my ears rang. Made a break for the window, I jumped then ran, moving the curtains with the swipe of my hand. The street light shimmered off the pure white snow, illuminating objects sharing its glow. 
then I saw it. I did with both my eyes. A slick red ride and an eight reindeer that looked so fly. And driving a man. He was old but had spunk. I can't believe it. That's Santa. Who would have thunk? He whistled and yelled, calling his reindeer by name. Now there was a lot, and they all sounded the same. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blitzen, and on Phone On Phone on. <laughs> <laughs> to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now da- dash away, dash away, dash away all. Well, I wish it was a little bit more ghetto right there. Like, it was like, what's up, Bree? Nah. What's up, Keith? What's up, Lisa? All three. Ooh, ooh, Ashley. Ooh, Ashley. I'm not going to finish it because I'm not going to say that part. <laughs> they all knew their job and didn't skip a beat. And when they flew, I barely stood on my feet. But this wasn't over. Then I heard a loud sound. It looked like St. Nick hadn't quite left my town. I heard hooves tapping and bells doing a jingle. Then out my chimney comes big old Chris Kringle, a big, <laughs> a big red and white outfit that yes he did wear. Yet even with ashes, there wasn't a, t- a tear. A great bag on his back, full of nice toys, no doubt. When he opened it, I peeked, and sure didn't pout. His eyes like the stars, twinkling so bright, warm rosy cheeks. He was the definition of light. He was a very large guy. Surely okay. skipped no meals. Dang! Right. <laughs> Dang. We get it. I'm fat shaming him. Not at Christmas. He's giving you free stuff. Listen, nobody coming on your body, okay? We coming up to Christmas. Don't make nobody come on your body. Period. Not in the panorama. And that white beard, I was shocked and couldn't deal. No, he- wait, Katie. Reread the first line because I didn't even hear that last part until I just read it. Okay. <laughs> He was a very large guy. Surely skipped no meals. And then... <laughs> like, what? This is a sharp one. Okay, okay. He was a very large guy. Surely skipped no meals. And that white beard, I was shocked and couldn't deal. He looked at me and I sheepishly looked back. Nervous even though I knew he wouldn't attack. He was Santa. So he made my stockings full. Then... Gave me a dab. Who's no, who knew Santa was that cool? A silent worker. He never spoke a word. Then poof, he vanished and whistled like a bird. Santa was gone, but as he flew out of sight, I heard him say, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. The end. The end. Right, y'all it's time for black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because it's room for everyone at the top this week i'm talking about janae bridges now janae has been in and out in and out of time on the show but i was i don't think she's ever been black excellence so i wanted to talk about her this week janae bridges is an american mezzo soprano known for her polished voice she has performed all over the world, including with the L.A. Phil, L.A. Opera, Dutch National Opera, San Francisco Opera, and the Lyric Opera of Chicago. Just name a few. No, for real. Just name a few. Her, her website will be linked. You can go see um, the rest of the places she's performed with if you have time to read all of those places. Um, her rise to fame included her sold-out Carnegie Hall debut and her role of Casterby in... Sata, hold on, hold on, hold on. Satyarga with the LA Opera. That's not how you say it, but don't drag me, okay? My degree. I still got it right over there. Some of her awards include the Sphinx Medal of Excellence, the Richard Tucker Career Grant, the first prize in, oh, and the first prize in the Francisco Vineyards International Competition. Bridges is a native of Tacoma, Washington. Okay, come on, I kept on stage. And did her undergraduate studies at the Manhattan School of Music and her graduate studies at the Curtis Institute of Music. Oh, sorry, at the Joseph Conyers uh, Educational Center for Music Arts. Mm-hmm. SEMA. 
that's not what it is. Jasima. <laughs> that's a clear name, Jasima. Jasima. Period. But yeah, uh, shout out to you, Janae, and I'll be looking at her website so you can uh, take a closer look and all that. Okay. Period. Period. Got piece of the week. Um. I mean, sure. Um, <laughs> what? It's Christmas. Variety of things to listen to. Okay, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this is a good time to to call back to what we did last year with our advent calendar. Um, although we never made a playlist, so because we never oh, we said did we would. I don't think we ever said we would, so. But, um, yeah, my piece this week is the Soulful Celebrations Radio on Pandora. Cut it on. It's so ghetto. <laughs> How? Cut it on. And whatever comes on first is my piece of the week. Oh, you dead ass. Okay, thank you so much for listening to Classy Black Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classy Black Podcast. If you got a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion or intermission suggestion, send to Classy Black Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out at Classy Black Podcast.com. Don't forget to sign up for ISBM if you're black or consider donating to ISBM check us out at isblackmusicians.com follow us on all socials at isblackmusicians and we talk to y'all next week or whatever gang gang okay oh and I'm editing this one all that saying in period Merry Christmas (laughs) Merry Christmas (laughs) y'all bye